Welcome to Uncontained, episode 202. Wow, it's been a while since I've said that. Um, I'm sorry, guys, I haven't been putting out episodes as usual lately, and uh, it's just been a lot going on. I, I'm healthy, I'm not affected by COVID, and uh, so you don't have to wear your mask as you listen to this. Unless you're in public, then you might need to. Uh, but on a serious note, it has been a little crazy lately. That's why that's why the inconsistency in shows got some big news. Uh, I'm going to be a dad, a brand new baby boy coming in December. So uh, that's something to look forward to. And on top of that, got a new place. And, uh, well, and that has a lot of craziness that ensues with it to getting everything put together. So I promise you, I will have more episodes coming. I, I just may not be on my regular schedule as far as releasing things. I haven't forgotten about you guys, but I, I do want to hear what you guys have been up to. Uh, staying creative during COVID or uh, what's been going on with you guys. So hit me up on social media. It's at Uncontained Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And, uh, or you can just leave me a message at uncontainedpod.com. I do have a great show for you, though, uh, coming your way today. It is a French actress who has been doing lots of work over here in the U.S., just before COVID, she shot a pilot for a sitcom called American Dreamers. We talk a little bit about that. I found out about her first, though, through a previous guest, Antonio C.T. Uh, she was the actress and writer of one of the films that he shot called Resilience. That's winning tons of awards. I'm I'm like talking like 16 awards out of 24 nominations or something along those lines. Don't quote me on the exact number, but it's pretty impressive. They picked up a couple at the AT&T Movie Festival and just recently won a couple awards that make her make her short film Resilience, the one that Antonio C. T. shot, eligible for an Oscar. So that's exciting news as well. This week is the very talented French actress Melissa Chilikovich. And uh, and it's a great conversation. We talk a little bit about how COVID has affected her acting and what she's been doing in order to stay busy, uh, what she's been writing, and uh, just uh, get to know her a little bit. I appreciate you guys listening to this, and uh, let me know what you think. Hit me up on the social medias. I won't keep you waiting any longer. This is my conversation with the one, the only, Melissa Chilikovich. How are you doing today, Melissa, and welcome to Uncontained. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing really great, and you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well surviving the COVID apocalypse <laughs> and all the fires that are going on over here in uh, basically the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, I saw it's terrible. Have you been keeping busy, like productive-wise, even with this whole uh, corona thing going on? Yes. Uh, actually, it uh, helped me to be able to write and stay creative, uh, refocus on my objectives and my goals, and uh, doing a lot of writing, actually. 
cool. It's, and that's, I guess, one of the benefits of like the quarantine or not everything being open. It gives people a little bit more time to do some other things that they might have put off because they have other obligations. So what have you been working on? What have you been writing? I've been working on uh, future scripts that I've been wanting to write for a while, but didn't have time uh, enough to do it before. And I'm also currently writing a book. It's a testimony about the Bosnian War. So that's a project I had and I've been able to, to almost finish it. So that's pretty good. The Bosnian War, huh? So what, what uh, spiked your interest in uh, the Bosnian War? My dad's from Bosnia, and uh, he he did the war over there. He was there, and uh, I wanted to write a book about his life during the war and what it was like for him as someone living the war, but also as an immigrant, as an immigrant trying to uh, rebuild a new life after the war. Okay, so is it uh, kind of more of a documentary, or is, is it just like based on a true story? It's definitely not fictional. Everything is based on real, uh, real life. But um, yeah, maybe it will be a movie one day. I don't know. Uh, right now, I'm just focusing on the book, and we'll see what it will lead to. Okay, so your dad's from Bosnia. You were born in France, yes. and you're born... You're, you're in an area that most Americans know just from World War II. Uh, (laughs) uh, Normandy, correct? Exactly, yes. So for the rest of us, what is is that area like? If I was able to get into a plane today, unfortunately, Corona makes that a little bit tough, and fly to Normandy, what what is there besides the beach in Normandy that uh, everything went down in World War II? Uh, A lot of rain. And uh, a lot of rain. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's really That's beautiful. why you don't have fires. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then it's really beautiful. It's a lot of countryside. There's a lot of monuments to see. It's very historical as well. So it's it, it's pretty beautiful. Cool. So I actually interviewed Antonio CT a little while ago, and that's how I kind of got introduced to you. Uh, he made the introduction, but my first introduction to you was through a film that you did uh, a while back. It was uh, called Resilience, and apparently you've won tons and tons of awards. Like I know you've won an AT&T award and released last year, and you're still winning awards on it. So I, I don't want to go too much into detail on it, but it's I know it's a story of a girl who is going through some stuff and kind of coming, uh, working through a process. But could you like walk uh, people through it a little bit more from your perspective? Yes. So it's a short film that I wrote about. Uh, it's kind of my personal experience. Uh, it's a girl who goes through depression and um, how she's going to get out in some way of depression. If it, even if she's never getting out of it, how she can see life from another perspective. Okay. And my take on it was simply by like changing some little small things and choosing to accept the light, you slowly it, – it, like your life got a, got better as time went on because for those of you who haven't seen it you should uh, definitely check it out is there a place where people can watch this uh not yet but it's gonna be very soon because right now we were on okay. the festivals uh 
thing, so we couldn't have it online. But uh, the festival are almost going to be done, so we're, it's almost going to be online. All right, cool. So it's a story of a a girl growing up who ends up uh, with like becoming depressed and by choosing and her world becomes dark and then by choosing to let light back in one ray at a time kind of builds back up to become happy again that's what it is yes all right and it's like beautifully shot and i heard a story uh about you having i don't remember all the details but during that shoot didn't you have to go to the hospital Oh, yes, several times. <laughs> uh, several I, times. I just heard one time. <laughs> well, because uh, the, I think it was on the third day of shooting, uh, I got a concussion while while shooting, and um, so that concussion. Uh, well, you know, in, in the the shooting was a lot. Of, was very physical. We had to go through a lot of hiking to reach the places that we wanted to reach. Um, so it was a lot of hiking in the heat. Uh, mostly, we there's a, a scene in the desert, and it's a hundred. I, I don't know, hundred ten degrees. It's really really hot, and um, I had to walk for like five hours with the concussion, and so it it, it was very 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 difficult for me. <laughs> A five-hour walk with a concussion doesn't sound like a fun time, but uh, everything came together really well. It was I, I liked the imagery in it, like how the colors were very, very bright in the beginning, then got dark when you were in depression, and then started to lighten back up again. But, you know, like the beginning was the innocent phase and the dark phase and then things started to come around full circle there was some really cool choices made how many of those choices were say yours and how many of those were like antonio's or did you kind of work hand in hand together on that yeah i would say we worked together uh like that's kind of what i wanted to go for i wanted to play with the colors to also represent the the stages of depression. And Antonio is an amazing cinematographer, so he did a really good job with that. Yeah, yes. Now let's talk about the festivals that you have been in. I know the AT&T uh, Festival, you won some awards there, but like how, how many awards have you actually won? So far we have 16 awards, and uh, we went on 19 festivals for 26 nominations. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a pretty good uh, result. 16 rewards, 26 nominations, 19 festivals, and you're still winning? Yeah, it's, it's pretty <laughs> good. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it is it is in French, but there's English uh, subtitles on there. So if you're like me and don't know French and can read, you can still <laughs> yes. enjoy the film. Yes. <laughs> so what projects are you currently working on right now anything like in the works i know when we tried to set up an interview for uh last weekend you were working you were busy so uh what's uh what's going on with you right now so right now because of the 
coronavirus thing, I, I am mostly writing and working on uh, projects for like in the future. But I have projects next year, depending on the coronavirus situation, but it should be next year. And also uh, I have uh, two feature films that I'm really excited about. I have a lead role in each of those films. So it's pretty cool. And I have also a sitcom that is going on. So it's pretty cool. Very cool. Is the sitcom uh, in the U.S. or is it in uh, France? No, it's in the U.S. U.S.? All right, cool. So can you talk – like I know there's non-disclosure agreements and stuff like that where you can't talk about some things coming up. Can you talk about any of those projects? Uh, yeah, so this sitcom, uh, we shot the pilot so far and we're about to shoot the, the whole season. Uh, it's a sitcom about – immigrants who are coming to LA to to live their dream so it kind of like represents my life <laughs> sounds good so who else is in this sitcom with you uh there's uh three other actors from Russia and uh another actor from Ecuador so yeah it's pretty it's about like uh immigrants who are coming to LA so it's uh, there I think there's one person from the U.S. Okay. What was the name of the sitcom? Non-American Dreamers. So Non-American Dreamers is the name of the sitcom and sounds really interesting. And it's got to be, it's got to be kind of uh, crazy. Like I've moved halfway across the country here and it's a lot different. It's got to be pretty, pretty crazy moving from a whole nother country to, of all places, Hollywood. So I could imagine there'll be a lot of stories to tell in that sitcom. Yeah, so the, the writer and producer, they're really, they're really funny. So I'm sure they're going to come up with really great and funny things uh, for this sitcom. They, they've been in L.A. for... Uh, they're, they're immigrants as well, and they've been in L.A. for 10 years. So I'm sure they have... A lot of ideas for this sitcom, which I can't wait to read. Oh, yeah. I'm sure with 10 years, they have plenty of stories from personal experience uh, that they've had to deal with or encountered. So uh, look forward to checking that out, non-American dreamers. And uh, what, what, real quick, what were the uh, two features that you're working on, if you can uh, talk about those? Uh, there's one I can't really talk about it because of the NDA contract. Uh, but it's um, it's about World War Two. It's a, a satire of World War Two. So, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I have the lead role. They're uh, looking for a. They were looking for a French girl to play that role. So that was me. Nailed <laughs> I'm it. Really excited. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, the other one is um, it's uh, a dramatic feature film that I also can't really say much about it. But it's a, I mean, it's a big, big topic. And I'm also really excited to, to have this role. Yeah, yeah. So that is that that's the one thing that sucks about non-disclosure agreements and interviews is you can't talk about it. But uh, that's the way it works. That's yeah, the business. Unfortunately, yeah. So being an actor from France, working a lot in the U.S., what do you have as far as advice for whether it's just an actor from the U.S. or even a, an immigrant actor, uh, a non-American dreamer, as you say, um, to 
pursue their dream, what advice would you give them? Advice I would give, the first one would be to remember to never give up. Because it's going to be tough, it's going to be really, really hard. But just don't give up. If, you, if you're determined, if you have the motivation, if you have faith, and mostly if you put hard work, it's going to pay off automatically sometimes. So don't give up. Mostly if it's for your dreams, because you have one life. And I think... Um, I think one of the most important thing in life is to to live your dream. So that would be my second advice. Don't dream your life, live your dreams. I like it. I like it. Don't dream your life, live yeah, your dreams. Yeah, oh, and, and another advice I would have, another advice I would have would be uh just remember that this industry is super competitive. So I always compare LA to an arena full of wolves. And you can't just enter this arena as a cat, meaning you cannot be passive, you can't be shy, you can't be cute. You have to enter this arena as a tiger okay. and just be ready to fight because all those people, the, the actors, they have the same dream as you do, but there are so many. And unfortunately, not everyone's going to succeed. So you have to fight every day and compete against all those wolves. Okay, yeah, it's, I was like, wow, an arena full of wolves, that could be intimidating. But, yeah, if you're a tiger and they're <laughs> wolves, you know, cats are – even a cat is a killing machine. If it was one wolf and a cat, maybe it'd have a chance. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a dog person anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like the analogy. You got you to gotta go in there and uh, – Go after what you want. Don't be don't be scared to go after yeah. it. I think that's good advice for for anybody. All right. So now, what are you currently doing to promote yourself? Like, I know you're coming on our coming on my podcast, Uncontained, and uh, doing doing press like that. But what 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 in addition, like any Facebook or any specific thing you're doing currently to uh, to get uh, your name out, whether it's to the industry or to uh, to viewers and fans? Well, to me, uh, the secret is to be active. So that's my keyword, to be active. Meaning, um, I mean, you know, to me, you're going to need two things. I mean, obviously, to be an actor, you need more than two things. But... <laughs> There's two important things that you need, and uh, one of them is talent, and okay. the other one is luck. But luck is not going to come to you. You're going to have to find it. And it's like, it's like playing a big hide-and-seek game. You're, you don't know where it is, you don't know what it looks like, and you don't know where it's going to be there. But you're going to have to go out there and find it yourself. And by that, you need to be active. You need to go to every kind of social networks that you can. Go to film premieres, go to film festivals. Um, so just be active. And you also have to be active on um, casting websites. Okay. That's also really important. Every morning when I wake up, uh, what one of the first things I do is just turning on my computer and checking all the all kinds of uh, castings platforms. It takes like two, three hours every day okay but that's what you have to do um just be active on that too and the the other thing you need to be active is on social media that's also really important nowadays if you want to be an actor um so yeah be be active 
on every every possible platform, every possible way. Awesome. Yeah, because nobody's going to find you sitting at home on your couch. Um, that... Yeah, exactly. So you mentioned casting platforms. Like for people who are looking to get into um, doing some acting or get casted in something, what are some platforms that they could check out? Um, well, there's a lot. So definitely you, I use uh, Actors Access, um, Casting Networks, uh, then Backstage. So all of those are a little bit pricey, but I mean, if you want to be an actor, you're going to have to to have those. They're like the, the basic ones. And then uh, I also use Facebook. There are some pages for actors for casting or um, additions, casting directors, producer. I just I'm on all those page filmmakers um, and I, I check IMDb. I check LinkedIn. I check uh, a lot of those uh, apps. There's also some apps for in your phone that you can check too. So that's good advice right there. So if you're if you're looking to become an actor, you may have to pay for the platform, but uh, it'd be worth it. So because you can't get it if you don't know about it. Um, now, this is kind of a two part uh, question here for you, but I'm going to start low, then go high. So what is a hardship that you've experienced uh, during your uh, professional career? And what is a highlight that you've experienced? Not necessarily the highlight of your career. But, you know, just something when you're with friends or talking to people, you're like, dude, this is awesome. You have to know this just happened. So what is a what is a hardship and a highlight? So hardship would definitely be financial. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, like I've had and I think like it's part of every actor's journey. If you want to be an actor. I think you're going to have to struggle with money at the beginning and you are going to have to make sacrifices. Um, so to me, I had to to stop shopping or going out with my friends and uh, spending my money on on fun stuff, but rather save it for for my career, for classes, for for casting websites, for um, for everything related to my career and what I want to do. Uh, and that was uh, really tough, mostly when I was seeing my friends back home, um, you know, buying houses, new cars, traveling, getting married, uh, having kids. And I'm just there with nothing, sharing a tiny apartment with five people inside. <laughs> but that's the sacrifices you have to do if you want to be an actor. So, yeah. And now you've moved past that stage, right? You're... you're... Yeah, I'm doing better. Yeah, I'm doing way better. All right, good, good. I'm <laughs> glad to hear know that. Just that it's not going to be forever like this. It's not going to be forever like this. You're you're going to grow. You're going to grow. <laughs> All right, perfect, perfect. I just wanted to make sure you weren't still eating ramen every night. Uh <laughs> <laughs> for a very long time <laughs> yes yes so all right so now but it's part of the sacrifices it's part of the sacrifices definitely definitely and it'll may and it may i'm sure it makes it when you get to that point where you're able to support yourself acting even sweeter you know um so let's talk about the yeah. sweeter side a little bit what is a highlight that you care to share with an uncontained audience okay a highlight i would have to share uh would definitely be I think um I think it would be the day I re like I understood how to act at a casting. So I remember my my first auditions, I was really anxious 
and I was going there just to get the role, and that was my my first priority. Okay. And one day I, I had um, an audition, and I could really feel connected to the character because I felt like the character was me. I, I could so relate to the character, and I went to that audition, and to me, um, the my pri like my priority was not to get the role anymore but i wanted to tell the people who was there meaning the casting directors i wanted to show them the pain of the character which was also my pain yeah and that was more that was more of a performance that day that for me than an audition and so and so that's what i did i, I performed and and then i could see that they really loved it a few days later they contacted me and they told me I had the role and that I didn't even need a callback. So that that was like when I realized that at an audition, you should just go there to perform and have fun and more than just seeing it as an audition. And, um, and now I don't see the casting directors as casting directors, meaning as above me, but I see them as an audience waiting for a good performance okay. and that's that's just now i just go i have fun there i just perform and uh it's less stressful first of all to have this as a state of mind and uh and it's been also i i noticed that i got more roles by going there with this state of mind okay so just to clarify I understand the going to perform part, like going, like treating them as an audience. Now, for when you went there to just audition opposed to perform, like how did you view the casting director? How did you approach it? And then what was the key moment that like sparked that thought, like I need to perform opposed to audition? Uh, that before when I did my first auditions, I used to be like almost afraid of casting directors. I would see them as uh, them gonna judge me, and like I, I really needed the role, and um, I was kind of really scared. Uh, like I, it was really stressful for me, and now I just see them as regular persons. Cool. So, um, that that had to be a big. Uh big turning point in your career as you mentioned you started uh getting more roles that way is going in acting as if you already kind of have the role in a way or like you are that character and so like can i please be this character um yeah yeah and now now i go like because before it was really stressful and i feel like i had an exam but now I just go for it. It's more for it. Like I, I go with a lot of pleasure to the, the audition room. So it, it's, it's better. And thank God, because that's also part of the job of an actor. So <laughs> yes, definitely. And eventually, eventually you'll get to the point where you don't need to audition for anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. So I have a couple more questions for you before I let you, uh, let you go tonight for you this morning for me the whole time difference <laughs> yeah. is always fun now when people see you perform whether like whether it's casting directors or an audience watching at the film festival watching your film resilience or just a person like me watching your film is there something that you want them to take away and remember about your performance well i i, I want people to 
be able to feel the emotions I want to project. For example, um, with resilience, I was really, really happy because um, it's a very emotional film. And um, a lot of I got a lot of compliments about my performance, actually. Um, people coming to me at the end of the film in tears and just telling me how they could relate to the character. Uh, so that was a big accomplishment for me to for people to tell me that uh, they could they could connect with uh, me and the character. Very cool, very cool, and that it's always good to get that feedback too. Yeah, and like hear that you know because with film and even podcasting it's not like immediate feedback for your performance you know you don't you don't have like it's not like something live on stage so you have to wait and hopefully if people like it they'll let you know but <laughs> yeah. they're way more likely to let you know if they don't like it yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome that you got so much positive feedback yeah so, but i'm pretty that... lucky to have uh people uh usually i, I don't get a lot of uh people telling me what the like focusing on the wrong and the bad that i'm doing but mostly i get a lot of encouragement that must be because you're pretty damn awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right i got that one final question for you but first before we get to that question where can people get a hold of you would you what's your corner of the internet facebook instagram twitter website um mostly my instagram page at mel bosnia um, and if they want also to check my acting website, they can go through the link on my Instagram page. But yeah, that, I, I, I mostly post on Instagram about um, my acting career so they can see everything I do there. All right. Awesome. So I will uh, include the link to that in the show notes so people can find you on Instagram. And uh, that one final question, it's the title question of the show. Melissa Chilikovich, how do you live uncontained? Okay, so I guess I kind of answered it a little bit uh, on the hardship question. But um, so how I live uncontained, you know, with this job, you don't have any certainty on the future. And that's kind of a little bit tough because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know. Uh, what your future is going to be like and that's also really really exciting for me I, I love I love that not knowing what's going to happen uh, every day is different and that's what I love with this job that every day is an adventure and um, it can be tough of course to live like this but in the end it's it's a beautiful journey Nice, nice. Well said. It's been great talking to you today, Melissa, and getting to know you. I'm looking forward to seeing some of the projects that you have coming out. And I've, I've since I saw your video, uh, Resilience, when I interviewed uh, Antonio CT, I've wanted to have you on, talk to you a little bit about that, and uh, get to know you a little bit. And thank you to Antonio for helping set this up, yes. by the way. Thank you. It was a pleasure for me. Of course, of course. I'm Glad, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I yes. have one final thing for you to do, Melissa. Melissa, can I have you do me one last favor? And that is sign off the show today. Would you do me that honor? Yes, I would love to. All right. I'm Melissa Chalikovich, and I live uncontained.
Thank you to Melissa for joining me on the show, and thank you for tuning in. Once again, I apologize for the inconsistent schedule I'm working on, getting back on track here. However, I hope you enjoyed the episode today with Melissa Chilikovich, and uh, let me know what you thought about it. Hit me up, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at UncontainedPod, or just simply visit UncontainedPod.com. Make sure you check out Melissa on her Instagram as well, which is Mel Bosnia. Just look Melissa up on Instagram and follow her there. And that's about all I have to say today. So until next time, live uncontained.